All right, and welcome to another episode of Burritos, Breaks, and Flies. This one is aptly titled Pyramid Inoculum. And if you're not aware, inoculum is another word for inoculation, which is kind of ironic because there is no inoculation or cure against Pyramid Lake. Once you go down the rabbit hole, you go. That's it. You're sucked in. Can't get away. So in this episode, we'll be joining... Uh, Hayden Buckmaster and Kobe Owens. Uh, Hayden is uh, an ex uh, Nevada local that used to haunt Pyramid on the frequent, but now he's a guide up on the Beaverhead, Montana. And Kobe is an up and coming pro outdoor photographer uh, up in Montana as well, uh, covering fishing, lifestyle hunts, all type of stuff. Does an awesome job. Um, so we're going to get their perspective on their week long trip down to Pyramid in late December. And, uh, you know, trust me, it's a, it's a little Seinfeld from time to time. Um, and plus I was dealing with a little bit of a sickness. You can hear it in my voice. I wasn't a hundred percent, but we pulled off a fun one. Uh, these guys are a blast and uh, I think you'll enjoy this podcast. And as always, thanks to our sponsors, Loop Tackle, Adams Built, Monic Fly Lines, Battleborn Beer, uh, and recently a lot of cool stuff from Semperfly. I've got some cool materials that we've been working with. Uh, times some new flies that are getting some results. So, hey, thanks again to all of our sponsors. Without their help, they wouldn't be possible. So, sit back and enjoy Pyramid Inoculum. Welcome to another episode of Burritos, Breaks, and Flies, Season 3, Episode 2, and somehow, dude, I'm sick as shit, but I'm here with <coughs> the Buckmaster and Kobe Owens, and we're going to review the trip that they took here to Pyramid Lake around Christmas time, and it was everything epic, except for the epic part, except that's what's made it so epic. It was a classic trip, so... <laughs> These two fellas, well, Hayden Buckmaster, say hello. Hi. There he is. Kobe, say hello. How's it going? Nice. <laughs> so, hello. If you don't already know, hey, Hayden's a Nevada native, but he's he's relocated to Montana. He's doing some guiding up there. And Kobe, Kobe's an awesome outdoor photographer, um, doing a lot of work up in Montana and other areas. Um, and we'll dig a little bit more into that, but we were. We were stoked to have him come out, and he caught some awesome images, uh, exquisite images of Pyramid Lake. That quite awesome, quite awesome. So thanks, thanks for doing that, dude. They came out so good. <laughs> but anyway, oh yeah, yeah. No, that was that was a blast. Was and, so, uh... <laughs> so let's dive into it. So, screen is nighttime. We start a fire down on Cattle Guard Beach. There's Kobe. There's Buckmaster. And we had uh, the prodigy with us. So we're setting the scene here. Cold as hell. Freezing fog. It actually wasn't. It was cold. It wasn't too bad in the morning. Like, it was tolerable. No. The first morning was the coldest. Second day sure. was worse. Was it? Yeah, second day was worse and, and even more fog. You you missed out on that, but when Buck and I were there, we could hardly see down the line the second day. Mm. On right. the beach there. Right. Right. Well, anyway, it was it was a, a cold mess, and uh, <laughs> and there wasn't there wasn't. I'll let you guys divulge into it, but it, you know, it wasn't one of those trips where there was a lot of a lot of fish. <laughs> <laughs> a lot, a lot of takedowns. There was, it was like a, it was like a steelhead fishing trip. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, that's exactly what beach. my buddy said back home. Yeah. Is that what he said? Yeah, nice. Yeah. But we basically I, you know, just I, sat on the beach and talked shit to each other the whole time. Pretty much, 
Pretty much. Pretty, 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 pretty much. Took a lot of pictures. <laughs> you took a lot of pictures. But I, I want you guys' perspective, just regardless of, like, you know, we, we kind of came during a, a weird slow time. We're in between um, a pretty big cold, you know, cool down, pretty big storm system um, and whatnot. And you still got some action on the fish. I mean, I know you guys got some to the net. I saw it happen a few times. But I'm just looking for your perspective. I mean, like, for one, like Hayden, I mean, you've been guiding for a number of a spell up in Montana. So you got a different. Mm-hmm. A, a different, you know, view and perspective of what a, what a, a a quantity and a quality day is, and same thing with you, Kobe. You know, you're getting out, you're on the, you're on the fly fishing scene, you're on the hunting scene. So I was just looking for your guys's perspective and your thoughts and feelings on the lake. You know, like you love it, you hate it, you coming back. Just got to hear it from you. Let's start with you, Aiden. Yeah. So basically, I. Uh... Like you said, you know, guiding, you know, you're, you're always going to have those lull days. And, uh, you know, that's not the first time I've gotten my teeth kicked in out of Pyramid. You know, <laughs> so I was like, it's definitely not the first, and I know it's not going to be the last either. So, right. Uh, yeah, basically, I mean, it was just, you know, it was really slow. The water was weird. I think we kind of came in that weird inversion period there. You did. Where the, and so, I mean, but I mean, that's the thing. I mean, I've been out, you know, I, I had more, I think I've had more days like that out there than I've had really awesome days, especially when I was uh-huh. fishing it when I was younger, but you know, that's just the way it is. You know, you got to put in your time out there and if you don't put in the time, you're not going to get anything. So that's, I mean, sun up to sundown, ain't no joke out there. You got one from Nico, right? Sometimes you get crazy bandwidth things on Skype. So. So we were talking about the switch. All right. Okay. So here, let's, let's restart that. So, yeah, so you got on that switch rod, and you freaking, mm-hmm. I mean, you got into it. I mean, you got into it with, with two fish, yeah. and that was that was pretty awesome. That was pretty, what, what was that like, like, compared to your regular, like, nine-footers and stuff? What was that, like, night and day well, or what? Oh, man, considering, like, you know, I mean, I coined the phrase, give them the onion out there that, yeah. that week. And with those rods, you can damn sure give those fish the onion. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know what? Uh, because I think both those fish, I mean, I think the smallest one was 24 inches, and the other one was, what, like 26 or 27 that I caught there. Yeah, that's a good and then, I mean, I mean, it just felt like it was nothing. Right. <laughs> I was like, you just strip it a few times. And so, I mean, it was, I liked it. And, like, just being able to cast in that wind with those out there. Because, right. I, you know, I'm out there with that eight weight, and I had that one, that eight foot nine weight, and I was stripping with it. And uh, just that whole switch rod, man, that was so much more convenient. Saved your shoulder, saved your arm. You know, you're not fighting the wind the whole day. You can just cut right through it on there. So, I really liked it. I thought it was, I thought it was awesome. And I'm a, you know, I didn't know if I was a believer before, but after fishing with it out there for a week, I'm damn sure a believer now. So, right, right. Well, it it saves you. Like on those, I mean, on a day trip, it'll save you. But if you're out there for a few days or longer, you know, <clears throat> whether you're indicator fishing or or on mm-hmm. the strip, you're getting a lot of casting in, and you're you're fighting a lot of wind and all oh, that. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely a game changer. It's definitely a game changer. And then and then Kobe, Kobe had a rough go. Yeah. We, <laughs> hey, hey, we got one. That was the goal, though. We we didn't want to get skunked, and we we landed one. And uh, you know, half of what I came down there for was to uh, document. You know, I'm I love documenting processes. That's yeah. my thing. You know, from starting that fire early in the morning, tying up to packing the truck up as the sun goes down i'm all about the whole the whole day and uh i'm there for a good time even if uh you know things don't go our way and more often than not that happens on the mountain so when you're on a lake fishing it's it's no different but uh to kind of hop off that the switch rod thing and put things in perspective so i grew up in the middle of the rocky mountains here in western montana crick fishing uh cricks that are half the half the length of a, a fly rod those I mean, are those I are rivers like in nevada four, if anybody's wondering oh yeah like yeah. A, <laughs> a four foot little creek here and uh with a four with a four weight fly rod and i didn't have a uh, anything other than a four weight until actually last year i bought Whoa. a five weight <laughs> Whoa, big move yeah. i bought a i ended up buying an eight weight on the way down to pyramid um oh, wow. and so just going from four to eight and then seeing that switch rod in use was was pretty cool to me just uh being there and learning 
you know, when I'm back taking pictures, I'm not just taking pictures. I'm taking it in and learning from from the the best in uh, that field. You know, I uh, like document fishing, hunting, like anything. So I'm I'm back there learning. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And you you totally had the big the big water experience going from small streams and creeks, as yeah. you call them. Uh, yeah in college i did i did some lake fishing the last couple of years some some bobber watching as we call it and uh so i'd gotten my teeth kicked in a fair amount of times and so i was i was prepared for that luckily so it wasn't as big of a letdown as it as it could have been and uh but but i'll be back for more I uh, actually got some buddies throwing around some dates in March and April at me to go down there. So we, we'll, yeah. we'll be back. Yeah, you got to make it March. Do, do yeah. March. Don't do April. I mean, you could do April. Mm. But I'm telling you to do March. Do I mean, March. April's fine if you want to come down. But I would do March. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Hit, 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 hit. Yeah. Hey, and, here, and I, I got to stir the pot here, and, and we'll, get, we'll get Buckmaster involved in this one. So you mentioned the word crick. And uh, at much love to all my fellow anglers in, in Utah. I got no grudge with them. But from what I understand, the Montana fellas, fly anglers, fly, fly anglers in Utah, guys, like you two are like a different breed. Like you don't see eye to eye. Is this correct? Like that's what, that's what I'm saying is like you guys say, they say crick and you say crick and I think you're all friends. And you told me otherwise. So I was confused like. Is crick like truly a Montana word and Utah stole it? Or is Utah uh, gonna come back and be like, no, Kobe stole our word, crick? No, it's definitely crick. <laughs> it's, it's definitely, definitely crick. crick. That's well, how definitely I grew crick. up with it. Yeah. That's how it's I grew up crick. with it. Like yeah. I I I don't know when I how old I was when I heard someone say creek. Yeah. And it's just totally it's totally foreign. Like I I really like it's weird. It's I don't I don't know. I don't know. I haven't heard the Utah thing though. That's new to me. I, and I, but I'm not super involved in the whole fly fishing world, uh, to be honest. You know, I I grew up throwing just dry flies, hopper fishing in the summer, just doing it a little bit, backpacking the mountain lakes. I'm I'm no hardcore fly fisherman. I really enjoy it, but I'm not very in depth in the industry or any of that yet hopefully eventually with the photography will take me that way and i'll learn learn a bunch about it but i not not a big background and knowledge on the whole industry or the dispute between utah and montana there honestly (laughs) yeah yeah i think the whole the only dispute is because they piss me off when they come and fish my damn river (laughs) Mm. that's that's the only dispute but you know every (laughs) Every Utah guy I've ever had around, they've always been pleasant to be around. You know, they're always good sports, and you know, mostly that. Except they really don't follow the rules when it comes to the river, especially when you're floating. Which, uh-huh. you know, I mean, not all of them do, but not a lot of people from Montana do either. So, you know, there's right. a certain river etiquette. There's a certain, you know, fly fishing etiquette that just not a lot of people seem to want to follow. Um, <laughs> now know, we're we're going to see this major declination in all your Utah bookings for some where they're like, oh, they call the shop. They're like, oh, we got Hayden available. And they're like, pass. Hard pass. Hard pass. I was like, no, hard if I'm guys, it's one thing. But if they're on their own, no, I'm just kidding. But uh, no, they're all good. I'm just kidding. Everybody, I, I like to share the river. I don't get mad like some of the other guides do. Man, some people throw absolute fits on the river. And I'm just like, you know, I've always learned that a uh, Certain things are out of your control, and if you, you know, there's no sense worrying about it. So, people are going to do what exactly. they do. So, you know, there's no sense getting right. mad about. It. I usually just laugh, but I mean, there's some old guides around here that absolutely fly off the handle about the dumbest crap, and it's just, really? you know, yeah. And it's not, and it's mostly, and it's mostly with young, you know, young fly guides that are just, you know, they have this certain persona or whatever like that, and. You know, they don't maybe they don't know a lot and these old guys man they just give them the business but i think that kind of goes with any yeah. industry you got your old guys i grew up in the ranching industry and the old guys used to give us a hard time so sure i just sure. got it pretty much on the same well thing. here let's 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 dive right well let's take back to pyramid we're starting to voyage out of our realm here let's <laughs> i i want your guys oh, yeah. perspective on the freaking uh, on the indicator fishing like like 
I mean, I know indicator fishing is is somewhat common on still waters, obviously, with some with some folk with some folks. But what was your take on that? I mean, especially like Hayden, you're you're familiar with it, but then you got yeah. Kobe, who like who's fresh to the water, and you're like, all right, this is what we're going to do. All right, so we got this indicator, and then we're going to put these two little things underneath it, like at this depth, hang there, and then when the bobber goes down, you pull back. Like that's the essence of it, and you're like, okay, cool, and it's just like, well, when does that happen? Like, the oh, bobber yeah. is doing a lot of bobbing. Yeah. You're like, that's a lot of, <laughs> that's a lot of bobbing. Like, it's that's one hell of a yeah, bobber. Yeah, a lot of bobber, <laughs> a lot of bobber watching, and uh, yeah. man, I I done a little of it, like I said, a little bit of it, and uh, it goes down when you least expect. It, but for me this trip it just yeah. didn't go down at all honestly like i didn't have any misses i, I didn't i think I just all mine all mine were like i think that was day when i whacked two on sand hold i was sitting there talking to you nico and also uh, yeah. i'm like oh sh- shit yeah <laughs> yeah it was just like yeah yeah no, one was on the one was on the sex dungeon with me remember <laughs> you threw so that me- on just we were messing around he threw the sex dungeon on and i'm standing there taking pictures of him and and then uh, we're chatting for a couple minutes, and I'm looking at him, and all of a sudden his rod goes tight, and the line in his hand goes tight, and he looks at me and just sets the hook. He's like, "What the hell just happened?" Wait, did you, you put that underneath the indicator, the sex no, engine? No, I had it. No, I, no. I just let it. I, I threw it out there, and I'm like, "Cause that that was actually the best day of fishing we had. I think I'd caught four. Yeah. And so that would have been what the fifth one of the day. Yeah. And. uh yeah, I was like, literally, I let it soak down there, and I'm just sitting there talking to Colby, and I'm like, you know, it, it was just one of those points, nothing else was working, I'm like, We were gonna found, leave. Yeah, I was like, I literally found the nastiest black and olive-looking thing I had in my streamer box, tied it on, let it marinate in the water for a while, and then I just started stripping it, but then I was like, I think I was like, I let it pause right there when it got on that shelf, and I gave it one more strip, and then it just ate, it, and that rod just went... <laughs> And, you know, that's, that's when it happens. It's funny, just like what you guys said. You're like, we're going to leave. Or you're like, you're fed up. And it's like a last chance thing. You're like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to give another, I'm gonna give it another cast. I'm going to give it another strip. I'm going to give it like 10 more minutes. And then it's that look away. Or it's that you're like, oh, I'm nah. just going to bring this in and change this out. And then it's right then where something yeah. happens. And then it's like this whole, it's this whole justification for the freaking six hours you've probably been sitting there. You know, like, ah, uh, then, but, but that feeling afterwards, you're like, yeah, like it's accomplishment. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then, and then the problem is, and, and both of you could attest to this and I want your takes on this. It, like that was, that's what, that's what really screws you up out there because you're like, you're getting into it all that time invested. And finally you get something. So you feel great. And then you go back to it. Like it's going to happen again right away. right right you know you know but it's just like it's all about that confidence and and sometimes it does you know sometimes if you get right back out there if you catch them at the right time you know yeah it'll it'll happen but yeah i mean i think that's the biggest thing and i feel like that's one of the things that kind of kept you guys going was regardless of the daily results out there whether you guys caught one or two fish a day Oh, you guys had a 20 fish day. I feel like you guys would probably had almost an equal, like you would still had a good time out there either way. You know, I mean, because you guys walked away with a positive attitude. I mean, you had, you had a tough trip, but you had a good trip. I mean, you got, you got fish to the net and Kobe, dude, Kobe's a freaking trooper. Like I loved it. Like when that, when that fishing was off, Kobe was doing everything he could like to capture everything else that was occurring. Whether it was the fishing, he made or, that trip look a lot more exciting than it was. Dude, it was like that well, is my job. That is legitimately my job description, though. He made that trip look a lot more exciting than it was. I was like, because some of the photos, like Kevin, my dude at Douglas, was like, "Oh wow, like man, it looks like that's awesome. You guys look like you had fun." I'm like, "Oh yeah, I had a lot of fun." I was like, they, "You know, some people that haven't fished it before ask me like, so did you guys move around a lot?'" I'm like, "No, literally stand at the same spot for nine hours." <laughs> Right. Yeah. Literally. You can't tell that from the pictures, though, can, at all, though. Oh, like, no. you really can't. Like, because it's it's all about perspective. I mean, a lot yeah. of things in life are. But when I dive in with 
and get super engaged with taking pictures, some of the best pictures that turn out, I might have taken one five seconds earlier holding my camera five feet off the ground, but then I get down and I get on that ground level showing the just individual grains of sand in front of the foot, you know? Just the little details make a yeah. huge difference. Oh, and yeah. so just trying to run around you guys in circles while you guys are. Well, couldn't you, couldn't you take 10 pounds off each me, Nico, and Taylor in the damn pictures? Come on now, Colby. See, no, the thing is, is <laughs> I, with my pictures, I make them as realistic as they are in real life. I know. I so. love it. I thought it was great. <laughs> I was like, we looked like a bunch of dad bod gang out there. <laughs> it, was, it was hilarious. Like Taylor I, was saying. That's yeah, a, yeah. yeah. Taylor's the king. Of I the dad bods that, that day. Yeah. Well, the dad bod. The dad but dude, we're freaking, we're like immensely layered up. Like you got, oh, dude, you got, you got one awesome picture, like with me, and then you had the pyramid in the background. I'm like, that's so awesome, but dude, I look like I'm 300 pounds. <laughs> Was it the one of you just absolutely grinning while you had that fish on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love that picture, man. No, it's awesome. That's a good I'm picture. Like, and then like I, every time I look at a picture, like I touch my stomach, I'm like, dude. Dude, that doesn't exist, but I realize I'm like, well, who cares? It's but I'm so like, dude, cold. I had like 50 so freaking cold. jackets on, you know, <laughs> just like stay puff marshmallow man out there. I know. Yeah. You look like the Michelin man out there. Oh, yeah. Dude, that's so exactly like... what my buddy Ryan called me. He's like, you look like the Michelin man. You're <laughs> <laughs> all dude. Well, it's like, you know what? Like, because both of you guys hunt. Yeah. So it's like I, what, what I tell people, it's like you can't you can't dress out there like a conventional fisherman. Like, like, it's not yeah. like, it's not like a summer trip on a boat or on foot where you're moving. You got the warmth. It's like you're glassing. It's like you're glassing. It's like your whitetail stand hunting. Right. It's just like whitetails out of a stand. You're right. sitting there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's just like, whether, whether you're standing on the shore, you're standing in a chair or ladder or anything like that. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a total, like, it's like, it's like this blend of hunting and fishing the ladders okay okay the ladders though uh-huh. when i texted so when i i found out i was coming down i i had uh just talked to buck and he just threw out an invite and i was like yeah i'll, I'll go and i texted my buddy who i knew had been there he's like bring a ladder with you and i'm like what you, don't need, like, a ladder. you need to bring a ladder to stand on in the lake and it just blew my mind. I'm like, what yeah. do you mean? <laughs> Nobody gets so that. That concept no. was just so hard to wrap my mind around until I actually saw it happening in the lake. Like, I'm like, I don't want to be this goon that brings this ladder down from Montana to fish in this lake with, but it's totally normal, I guess. So, dude, that that's 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 like the signature of someone going to Pyramid when you see a full size <laughs> truck doing 85 on highway 80 headed eastbound with a ladder in the back or strapped to the top you're like he's going he's going to the mid like there's no question about it you know you're like that that dude's freaking going yeah but you know what and it's like you guys got you need to do like the full ladder experience so the beaches that you guys fish really didn't need it but uh i yeah, would say that was nice it was nice but i tell you like there's other there's other I was gonna say, if, there. You, if you go down in march you'll see the ladder gang Oh, dude, it's a zoo. It's a zoo because your 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 hunting methods change for the fish, and your your underwater topography, like where your fishing forms, different in the spring, for the most case. So you'll you're gonna go to more of those shallower beaches, and you'll definitely would have to get you know some type of ladder, and uh and get out there, and that's the fun part. But it is a little bit warmer that time of year, and you're literally putting yourself right in the thick of them. It's the craziest thing. Like they, dude, yeah. you're fishing for them. They swim by you. They'll swim under your ladder. It's annoying. Mm. That's <laughs> yeah. wild. When you're we used like, to fish yeah. at March in high school, that's how it was. Back when you could fish Dago. Oh yeah. I was like, yeah. that's how it was out there. I mean, you'd see them swim right underneath your ladder out there. Yeah. And you're and you're like really tempted. You're like, mm, that's a huge fish. Should I back hook it and see if I can get it in? Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Am I? <laughs> no. Uh, no. Yeah, speaking but, speak, speaking of which, freaking Isbister was just out there with his boat, yeah, over at Dago, and just freaking nailed some hogs. I saw that twenty pounder he got. Yeah, well, I was giving him crap for it. I think it's more like a ten pounder. He was just holding up to the camera. Elbows bent. Yeah, elbows bent, and he like 
offering yeah. to the gods makes it look bigger, huh, Colby? Right. Colby knows because that's how half my fish pictures are. <laughs> hey, I'm just, you go hey, to my Instagram, I like, see, over I can, the offering to the gods. <laughs> hey, hey, we're just yeah, kidding, Dennis. I, I can instantly <laughs> tell that with uh, JK Dennis with the, with the trophy shot, whether it's whether it's deer, elk, or or fish, you know. Just with my knowledge of of pictures, you can you can tell pretty easily. So people think they're getting away with stuff, but uh, they're only getting away with it to people who don't know anything. Honestly, yeah. you know. Well, and you, oh, oh, about the well, subject. So, and you did a great job. Like when you when you captured a a, a fish picture, I, I appreciate how you do it because you you capture the essence of the fish and then everything around it. You know what I mean? It was like, do that fish, fish first. The, the, fish yeah, first. That's it. Yeah. That's, that's my it. mindset on on people holding the fish. Fish mm-hmm. first. That's what you're there for. That's what you're after. That's what you're chasing. Like your face is gonna show the emotion and the excitement that you have been able to catch this fish and land it. So show the beauty of the fish, and your face can be in the background of that, blurred out, and it's still gonna show the same emotion. Unless you're the guy on the net, I saw. Yeah, Buckmaster's, then we just cut your head off. I saw Buckmaster's face on one of those. He's just like, I hate my life. He's like, he's like <laughs> the prodigy out there putting us to shame on day one. Dude, that that's one of the greatest pictures that you have there, Kobe. Was that you caught the image? I was, I think I was cooking, and then you got the prodigy and Buckmaster running down the beach in the background, hooked up a fish. Yep. Like I've never, well, seen, I've never not... seen the prodigy run that fast. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's I was I was so on that. I was right <laughs> next to the prodigy, and I I got a picture of him just on the bank, like hooked up. Yeah. And then I looked back, and I saw you were cooking. And I don't know if you remember, but I sprinted to the other side of the table because I yeah. get to the other side of the table to get that perspective. Well, it's so I ran be- over there because I'm like, we're like in the middle of cooking lunch right now, and he's hooked up. Like, how iconic is this? Like, well, Colby, was, awesome. Colby was breaking out his football days at Western with me. Well, after, yeah, after he punted the ball, got to get sideline to sideline. <laughs> well, like for 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 man, it's a very confusing time when you're cooking and catching prey at the same time. Like. <laughs> Like you, your mind, it's like, that's where humans go completely stupid. Cause you're like, like, it's one or the other, right? You're like, you hunt for it. Then you cook and you're like, Oh, you know, win, you know, it, but like you have the meat and then you have the meat on the other end of the line. And in your head, you're like, I don't know where my priorities lie. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, what do I do? Like, what do I do? And you caught both of them at once. And that was yeah, that, that was, was spectacular, you know, just like, <laughs> like, that's just everyday crap there. You're like, oh, yeah, we whip out these sausage sandwiches in the midst of it. We always just freaking bobbers just go down and, you know, bobber down, bobber down and just freaking onions just flying. Right, Buckmaster? <laughs> that's so funny. Giving him the onion more ways than one. <laughs> you betcha. I love it. I love it. And, you know, the greatest thing about that whole thing is like. At, at no point in time did you ever really know where Kobe was. Uh-uh. Like, you would see his just rod just <laughs> sitting in the sand. And then he'd be, like, laying in the <laughs> sand somewhere. Or, like, chest deep. Like, a couple of times I thought you were going to go for a swim. You're just like, all right, hold on, guys. I was like, that shelf is really deep right there, Kobe. <laughs> really deep. You guys, well, you guys well, are looking my... at me pretty crazy when I set my tripod up with the camera in the water. Remember that? Yeah, I was like, what is he doing? It's a small ladder. That redhead, that small. redhead, though, that might be the picture of the trip. Oh, uh, the, yeah, the deck. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. I, I didn't even know how many pictures of other people you got out that were out there fishing next to us. Like that one picture of that guy, like you got him with barely, oh, like just over that sandbank. And then yeah. you can see him casting. That was a sweet picture, too, that guy. <laughs> okay, yeah. that's that's actually picture of the trip. That. The wave crashing into the bank. So you got the wave crashing into the bank with the sand. Yeah. Him on his ladder looking back at his back cast as he's getting ready to cast forward. It's a rookie and mistake. then the pyramid just absolutely <laughs> getting lit up in the background by the sun. 
<laughs> just iconic. Like if, if that's not Pyramid Lake, like I don't know what is. <laughs> oh, it's, it's Buck, Buck Masters. That freaking. <laughs> It's a Sorry. rookie mistake. It's a rookie mistake. <laughs> I was like, just send it. Don't look back. Don't look back. <laughs> no, that picture is sweet. Colby got when he sent me that whole album. I was just like, oh wow. I was like, Colby got some pictures now, like stuff that I want to save for like later and don't like post it on anything. Yeah. Just save it. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of that. Well, got and I didn't. Even, onto- the thing is, is. You didn't get every single picture I took either because I had so many that yeah. there's some bangers in there that are really, really good that are, I'm saving for a rainy day that they're going to come out and you're going to be like, whoa. I'll be like, that's when I screenshot it and then I crop it and then I'm like, post it for myself. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's like West. So like I was, I was University of Montana Western shared one of the photos. I was like, I think they did like the business because I graduated with a business degree there. And so they shared the photo, and I was so mad because I told them, like, you didn't tag Colby Owens in this picture. How dare you? They cropped yeah. out, like, your name on the bottom of it, too. I was like, how dare you guys it was, not tag Colby? <laughs> it was kind of funny because I, I saw that, and it's like, uh, you know, alumni highlight. And yeah. it's like, I'm an alumni, too. Colby's like, an alumni, too. picture. <laughs> I know that's what I'm saying. I'm like, how dare they? That was funny. No, that was kind of funny. That was comical, actually. <laughs> oh my god! And and what did you guys think? Here we'll dig into this a little bit. So, as far as, as part as the, uh, I guess the routine fly selection out there, you got your balance leeches. You know, you got some nymphs. You got the your streamer selections, and you're kind of wide open. But just after like, hating after fishing other waters for so long and then kobe coming off of coming off the cricks is it kind of crazy to see (laughs) like you're like i mean because look think about it like like your leaders like the example like my leaders i'm using like a 20 pound to start with and i go to a swivel and i'll I'll jump down to like a 12 pound Mm -hmm. you know and and you know it's just kind of like you would never think of that on a regular trout river i mean in some cases maybe but but you know you're Dude, that's like throwing anchor rope out there, you know? Yeah. And those fish are just like. I mean, yeah, I'd never used a swivel before on a on a fly rod. Like, that was new to me. Yeah. Uh, and then also the leader length. You know, uh-huh. I don't, I'm, I haven't really fished with anything longer than nine foot ever. Yep. And yep. so just adding that couple extra foot, um, feet, couple extra feet to it was a little bit different and I had to watch my casting a little bit more. And I, I felt like I did really good casting. I didn't feel like I struggled at all. Yeah. Um, yeah, you did good. But it, it's just, uh, like, I think that's when we first got there that morning and I was taking pictures, what I was, while I was taking pictures, I was really just trying to get a feel for things, honestly. Like, how's how's this playing out? What's the setup? How are we doing it here? Um, because I knew it was going to be different because of the potential for the size and specimen of a fish, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then it was also comforting to get, um, Buckmaster on a switch rod. So he stopped freaking backcasting <laughs> the freaking indicators. I know, right? On the backcasting part. Remember, remember the second day? That guy on the end of the beach, that one wet spot behind him. Oh, dude, that was so funny. It was just, it was just reflecting off the sun. There was just guy, this like four foot circle that was just soaked on the beach. That poor guy spent more time in the sand than David Hasselhoff. <laughs> Good lord, it was bad. I was like, that poor guy. I, I think at one point I went back there and I actually found a leech that popped off because that guy was tying a lot. Yeah, I was like, he popped off a lot of flies back there. Right, right. Yeah, I mean that's that's how you can measure like different anglers out there when they start talking about if they lose a lot of flies out there, then you know something's up because you're like, yeah. well, dude, you ain't snagging. I mean, for the most part, like it's no. few and far between that you snag out there. 
And I mean, dude, even if you do, like most of the time, if you snag like on a tufa rock or something, I mean, dude, I've brought like cantaloupe sized tufas up from the bottom <laughs> of that lake where I'm like, it's something and I hope it's not a body, you know, and here comes this tufa and I'm like, dude, I, I think I've snagged like once on that lake on something. And, and yeah, it's, it's the back cast heroes, man. Freaking oh, beach yeah. slapper, beach slappers to make them. life dangerous for everybody out there. It's like, man, they should bring cones out with them. And put him behind him, be like, bro, don't, don't, don't walk on the other side of this cone. Or you're gonna get you, jacked up, you know. You should literally just like walk over and strip out their line. They're like, you're only allowed at this much today, right? Right. This is your allowance, chief. I was like, here, here you go. I, I marked it off with athletic tape. <laughs> athletic caution, tape. beach slapper at work. Yeah, beach slapper. slapper. Right, right. Oh. Just want to go. Yeah. See if they need any freaking wrap for their wrists. You know, see how their elbows feeling. They got some Tommy John going on. After got some all Tommy that. John. <laughs> right. <laughs> See, that's what people like. If you know how to double haul, you uh, should literally be able to get like that range out there within three to four, like two to three, three to four casts. You should be out there. And yeah. that's something like, you know, because I, you know, I mean, we double haul quite a bit in Montana, especially on Stillwater, but sure. like on the rivers, you don't have to worry, worry about it that much because we're mainly fishing indicator rigs, especially the guide deal. So, you know, but it was good for me to go out there and practice myself because like, you know, the first day I was like, okay, I was like, all right. And especially with that, you know, the 24 foot sink tip on there, you know, that's a whole different ball game that people don't really like realize too. So, yeah. you know, as soon as you start getting that and, you know, but it was good for me to get out there and practice again. It's definitely something I need to do more of, but you know why, when I got the switch rod now, so now it doesn't matter. Right. Well, the nice thing is like with the roll casting on there and, and I remember I almost, I almost caught you on an overhead, overhead cast on that and I cut you <laughs> off. I'm like, hell no. Son, that's what we don't do that here. We don't, we don't do, do that, that here. here. We don't do that here. You got like a freaking 500 grain line. You're about to freaking break about to something. Send it. Yeah, you're about to break something off in a serious way. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Well, and that's a nice thing because you, 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 there's no back casting. There's no, yeah. you're not losing your flies. I'm like, you know, the worst that's going to happen, you might get a tangle, a wind tangle or something. But, um, yeah, no, no fly loss or fly damage. I love it. <laughs> yeah. It was uh, perfect. Perfect. I literally, I literally used the same fly that Taylor tied for four days straight and didn't lose it. I think it just stayed on there. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, no, we're good. Dude. Yeah, dude, that that's dude, that's the name of the game right there. I love it. I love it. Hey, and then I want you to go a little bit into this. I love this term, and I want to share it with the world. I've been sharing it in different realm, realms of the world, and I even have a picture of an onion <laughs> on my phone that I'll just text to people, and I know, I know it, and um in in english and italian so i can yell at you in italian and give them the onion <laughs> the so it's onion. funny i could do it in code but um uh de la chipola so you can say hey de la chipola give him give him the onion <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, but yeah awesome. dude tell us about it because i about fell on my face when i first heard it you're like give it the onion i'm like you never heard that like, what are you talking you ever about heard that? Like why the onion? Yeah, Nico like, never heard of that before. No, you're joking, right? Tell, tell you what I want you to do, Nico. Onions. I want you first. I want you to go to Urban Dictionary and I want you to type in "give them the onion." <laughs> sure. So that, that'll give you the true definition of what it, what you know. Well, do I okay. want the true definition or I want I the buckmaster? You want the definite buckmaster definition. So the buckmaster definition is give them the onion. It's like when you catch a fish, especially streamer fishing, yeah, or in that case, and you don't let them win. You know, you just right. flat. You're giving them the onion. You give them the onion. You pour the coals to them. You just freaking. You don't let them win. I was like, yeah. you just start stripping and you don't quit until that fish is halfway in the air or skating across like an ice skier. <laughs> Do you say pour the coals to it? Pour the coals to it. Like you're on a steam engine and you're just like, yeah. we need more speed. And you're just shoveling coal into the <laughs> exactly. to the boiler. Yep. You know, Pour like, the coals to yeah. So, bitch, we need more freaking steam. <laughs> give them the onion. Don't I let them it. win. Like you give them a pressure and they're just going to let, they're just going to win. Yeah. You can't. So, I don't know. I just, that's, that's my coin phrase. Like big Josh Van Wart. Colby knows Josh. Big Josh. Yeah. Big Josh is prime example. I've never seen a 23-inch brown trout skate across the top of the water so fast in my life. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> that he's a streamer fishing fanatic. that guy is a streamer fishing and he does not let him win he has that seven weight and that thing is bent clear down to the reel and he's just giving it to him <laughs> and literally he doesn't josh doesn't take any picture as soon as he gets it in the net he looks at it for a second pops the hook throws it back in the water he's back in the water and i guarantee wow. if, if, if he went to pyramid he'd be the same thing there <laughs> just like get back out there yeah just get back out there get back josh out there. Is that's awesome that. I, I love that though like there there's something about that you know there i'm running around with the camera in my hand but guys like that are i almost feel like more in tune with it in the reality oh, yeah. of things you know they're they're so honed in on it they're so focused on it like that's what they truly care about more than anything and so they're they give more to it so they get more from it too you know they're gonna <laughs> catch more fish and they're gonna catch bigger fish probably oh yeah so and honestly, Josh, I mean, he's he's taught a lot of fly fishing guides up here, and Josh taught me. Like, I have I have to give a lot of credit to him because Josh Josh taught me how to fish this up here. But and fishing with that guy's fun because because he just doesn't he doesn't care about pictures. He literally doesn't even I don't I think he takes his phone with him, but he doesn't know where it's at three quarters of the time. Yeah. And so I'm like, hey Josh, let me get a picture. Never mind. Back in the water, and he's back in there. So. <laughs> Yeah, that's funny. And you know, what? there's a, there's this additional layer, uh, no pun intended to to that term. You know, give it the onion. So like, at, no right, additional at, layers. Yeah, but but at pyramid because like, like you're giving the onion, but like when you're on the indicator, like there's this like with the indicator on the line, and like you scream out, give him the onion, like you have this big bulbous thing on your line. So yeah. it's kind of like you're like literally giving them the onion. Like, you're literally giving them the onion. Like literally, like fish, you're gonna get that in. But in retrospect, I was telling you guys before the podcast started how a fish gave me the onion. <laughs> yeah, I heard, yeah, I dude. Oh. Dude, I okay. So yeah. I got one of those things where like I, I, I truly enjoy fly fishing out there, and. And no grief over, like, if I lose a fish, I'm just like, yeah, whatever. You know, like, my bad. But this one, this one, like, telegraphed a message to me through my line. And it was, there was nothing kind about what he was telling me. And, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Give you, so, like, the Mr. Chow, like, toodaloo. Oh, dude, I can't even, I can't even, uh, it's difficult to put into words. Um, so this is what happened. So I got, I got this new scud pattern that I'm trying. I'm like, Hey, you just sent me the definitions you gave to the onion. <laughs> okay. Third one down, third one down. Hey. Oh my God. <laughs> I think Colby got it too. <laughs> oh, wow. That's, that's hilarious. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I can translate that into one word in Italian. It'd be called pecorina. Not pecorino, pecorina. Anyway, um, and I'll tell you about that later. We got to keep it somewhat PG. Anyway, so yeah, so I've been using this this scud pattern out there. And it's really fun, and I've had a great success rate, man. But boom, 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 nailing fish, and then I get this one fish. Okay, great, cool. And then about an hour later, my bobber goes down again. Oh crap! And I kind of I, I pull back. And I and I I don't, dude. I don't I don't go Bassmasters on it. I didn't go Orlando Wilson. I just you go build like, dance. I just went like, I don't know, like, kind of, I set the hook kind of like someone on the Beaverhead would, just kind of like a wuss. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh wow! Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, and <laughs> and uh, anyway, <laughs> so but it's going, and all of a sudden, dude, this thing. Instead of going like left or right, it just goes straight out. And to give you a clue of where I was, <laughs> and to give you a clue where I was, I was like almost directly across from the pyramid. So I'm like, just right there. Dude, he just went straight towards the pyramid. Like he's just like, I'm going and going and going and going. And just like, next thing I'm in my backing. And I'm like, dude, really? I, I'm like, dude, I got to get this thing under control. Like, this is stupid. So I start I start wrenching on him, right? Or as Aiden would say, I start trying to give him the onion. 
and I give him about three onions. You know, I, I, give, I give him, I give him one good onion, and I'm it like, sounds yeah. Like you just peeled a, it sounds like you just peeled a couple layers back, and you started to cry. Well, yeah, and then, <laughs> and then, well, yeah, but then he, after about that third one, I gave him like a third. Like I'm like, dude, I got to get this guy, because you know, there's a point in time, like, dude, I got to put the brakes on you, son. Yeah, like you can't run like this, you know. So I put the brakes on. I'm gonna run out of backing. <laughs> yeah, well, I put the brakes on for a third time, and then he made like a left turn, and then just shook me, dude. It was like days of thunder. Really? Yeah, like Rubin's <laughs> racing. You know, I got yeah. It was. <laughs> I you was just, just like, I'm like, oh my god, I'm like, ah. He just hit you with the fadeaway shot, Colby style. Yeah. Have you ever had that? Have you yeah. ever had that there before? Is that a first? Uh, I've had get offs, but quick, you know, like boom and go, boom and go. I've, I've quite honestly, have no, never, I mean, like, never lost a fish on the run when I, when I've had him down and I had a fish on that long, I've never lost him. So that, so that he tells, was hooked. So he was, yeah, he was hooked, but that, that tells me something. So there's, there's indicators at pyramid. So meaning on like how big a fish could be potentially. Right. So. If you get like the immediate head shakes, <clears throat> usually like you're in a smaller range of fish, you're in the pocket size fish, right? Um, and if you don't get that immediate head shake or you kind of get somewhat of a tenacious fight pretty close after hooking them, you're in a good size fish, you know, eight pound, 10 pound. But it's when you start hitting that 12, 13, 14, 15, where they change their dynamic, where they're like brown trout, like a big brown, where it grabs your fly and it just turns into like a log and it's going to go, I'm going to go left. And it just goes and you're like, dude, what's, what's happening. And what that means is basically like, if you don't get a good hook set, that means you got a big fish, like with a big, a big bony structure in its mouth. Mm-hmm. And unless you really, as you say, put the onion to it, <laughs> you're not going to get a <laughs> result, dude. <laughs> But I mean, I only I only blame myself on that. I'm like, damn it! But he's out there, you know. And it's yeah. like, you know, who knows how big it was? But he's a jerk. He's a jerk. He's out there. He's a jerk. He probably did it some other people, you know. So, you know, payback. That's all I'm saying. That's what, yeah. that's what keeps you coming back. Things like that, you know. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And let's here. Let's uh. Let's wrap this up with a little food talk about some. Oh, yeah. The food. (laughs) So, and I didn't plan this. I mean, I loosely planned it. I I, I, I planned the meal for the Sunday that we're out there, but I didn't plan for it to be as good as it was, dude. (laughs) It was awesome. Dude, either we were really hungry or it was really awesome. Yeah. uh, Probably both. Why don't you guys narrate it? I'm, 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 tell I'm me, totally, tell me about it. I I'm want your totally, perspective. I'm not gonna say anything about it, but just tell me about it. Tell me about it. like when I'm, you're I'm like stealing. I'm stealing that meal. I'm gonna cook that <laughs> sometime. Oh, absolutely. Let's put it that way. It was that good. So I want to know. Yeah. Yeah. First things first. I just I see some some bratwurst go into the frying pan. You know, I'm like, okay, we're we're with some brats, and then. I don't remember if it was pre or post Taylor catching that fish, but I came back and there's a bunch of marinara tomato sauce in there. Yep. And I'm like, oh, we're going this direction with it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, the cheese went on top and I'm like, okay, I'm even a bigger fan of that. Yeah. So it just kept getting better. As you were cooking it, and then uh, when I took a bite, I was like, yeah, "Yeah, this this is this is where it's at." You let's let's put this in perspective. You actually got the prodigy to come out of the water to grab food. Is that yeah. the first time that's happened? <clears throat> that was a, a historical moment. <laughs> I was like, it was that, like a dude, that's eclipse. that's like for where the books, see like it, but a pleasure when you do. Dude, that's one of those things like when you go when you when you like you're in the backcountry and you find like a like a petroglyph. Like yeah. it, it was that yeah. important. Like like the it like to the to the ancient people, 
whatever that event was, it was that important that they had to carve it in Iraq. Like, this is something we should have carved in Iraq for like somebody for 2,000 years from now. Like, oh, look, man walked from water to eat sandwich. <laughs> oh, that's funny. The best part is I'm texting Taylor right now. <laughs> I had to send him the I had to send him the Urban Dictionary definition for give with the onion too. So, but oh, perfect, dude. That I don't know. That meal to me was awesome because I I'm not used to that. I mean, you know, I guided on the Missouri River for three days, and they you know they had this lodge up there, and the yeah. food was awesome. But I would take that over any day of the week, and I think clients would appreciate that. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. The problem is, I can't make it like Nico. I'd throw the hot dogs on there, burn them, as I'm yelling at the guy to shake that white fish off. And then, <laughs> why are you letting See, the white fish win? Give it the onion. Uh, you're fucking boiling hot dogs and ketchup with like exactly. some sliced freaking American craft cheese slices exactly. over the top. Maybe maybe some Velveeta. You're like, a we're, can we're of horrible chili to top it off. Yeah, we're in the throes of luxury, boys. Throws of luxury. <laughs> It's like, you think this is cool? You should see my gas-powered blender. (laughs) 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 No, that meal was awesome. I'm a big fan of good food, and I like cooking good food, so I I have a lot of respect for, in that setting especially, good food in epic places while you're doing something that you love, like, it's that's hard to beat for me. And how how easy it was to make. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean... I mean, yeah, the only thing behind it was a little bit of time, but the timing was perfect. Like, we had that one-hour window of daylight, like, literal daylight that day. It was yeah. like we were uh-huh. fishing in Alaska in the winter. Yeah. Like, I don't know what what planet we were on, but certainly But it's just like we had that one one hour of sunlight coming through. Yeah. And that was a perfect yes. time to cook it. And it was, like, perfect timing after. I mean, we already been on the beach for seven hours <laughs> at that point. Do you realize that? Yeah. Maybe eight, because it was like Seven, 1.30 yeah, or so. Hours. Yeah, and yeah eight we, hours. And we, and we caught two fish. Yeah. 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 So I shouldn't say we, you and Taylor each caught a fish by that point. Yeah. Right. 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 It's ridiculous. But... It's ridiculous. <laughs> no, you, know how, good, you know how weird people looked at me when I came back home and told them I fished dark to dark three days straight for 30 hours and caught one fish? People were yeah, like right. mind mind blown. They didn't know what to think. Right. They really like, didn't. Like, I was like, yeah, I fished like, from dark to dark. Like legitimately, it was dark when we got there and it was dark as dark when we yeah. left. Like it we sounds did, like you a, don't leave the water. No, it I sounds like a tiger musky trip. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, like you go fishing for tiger musky, I like zero expectations. Yeah. That's exactly what you guys experience, except yeah. yeah, and see, I found what well, I think it was the day after you left, Colby, and then I took that Thursday off. Or no, what day did you? Yeah, you, usually, yeah. yeah, and I took Thursday off, but then I went back out. Maybe it was Friday. No, it was when Jimmy. Did you go? No, Jimmy wasn't there. My sister's no, boyfriend. No, but me and Jimmy went out, and we just literally beach hopped that day. I mean, we and that's when. So the funniest thing, because I wish Colby was there to document this. So this guy, we go to Warrior, right? Right there. And there's guys already fishing it. And so I'm talking to this one dude from Utah, real nice guy, by the way. And uh, but then there's another guy. <laughs> sure. Sure. Real nice guy, by the way. Made great conversation with him. Right. Uh, but there's guys fishing there. And I think they're from Reno. So it's a dad and a son. And yeah. the dad finally hooks a fish. And it was a big fish. I mean, you could see when the, as soon as he hooked it, he was getting up there and that thing rolled. And I'm like, that's a good fish. And so I, but. The dad wouldn't get off the ladder right there. And the kid was about almost up to his chest trying to net this fish. And it went on. It was like, you know, like those old, you know, Charlie Chaplin. Yeah. Things where the guy's running around back and forth, back and forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Colby, you, you could have probably gotten at least 100 photos of that kid going back and forth around the ladder. That fish would see him, send back right back out. They'd get up close again. He'd go to the other side. The fish would go right back out. And I was just laughing. I thought it was comical. And finally, I went over there. I'm like, hey, you know, if you get off the ladder, that fish, will, you could probably get the fish over here a little bit easier. And sure, shit, we net it. And then he didn't have a scale. So the nice Utah man let me borrow a scale. 
and we weighed it. It was sixteen pounds. So. Uh, that was in it was in metric though, so yeah, it was in metric. So it didn't count. <laughs> it was kilograms. Kilograms. <laughs> it was one. It was one kilogram. <laughs> was that two point two pounds? Yeah, right. <laughs> but I mean, it was it, it was so comical. But it was like fun that day too because we just bounced around the whole lake. Like, and actually, I wish we would have taken because that's the day and I texted you, Nico, uh-huh. and went up to Monument. Oh yeah. Because we were like, and then because like, Jimmy was like, "Why can't you fish willows anymore?" Which I don't really understand that either. But yeah, nobody understands. <laughs> yeah. So they closed willows, but you can go fish Monument. But that's where I was thinking because you would have gotten some slamming pictures over there too because mm-hmm. you could really it's, see. It's like. So I'm not knowing anything, but it's from context here is Willow in between where you can fish in Monument. Like, is there a shutdown zone in the middle there somewhere? Or what's oh, it's up? way up. It's way up top. So you like you go yeah. towards you go towards uh, um, Warrior Point. So the highway ends up there and it turns into dirt and you, you uh, cross over into dirt and then you'll head into Willows. And it's called Willows because there's Willows. Willows. Yeah, 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 pretty, you know, straightforward. <clears throat> that area is closed <laughs> off, but past that, you can you can hit that. It's weird, but yeah, you can camp. You can camp all along Warrior in that Warrior area. Um, Warriors were me and you with that with my sister that day, and we like drove through up there because we were trying to find uh, the mythical beach. Is Point was that when we were on the rocks? Is <laughs> You went here trying to find it. If you're <laughs> by Warrior, you're way off. I know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're way, way I'm off. just trying to. I'm trying or to were you? off our Kim trail here. Um, oh, yeah, because that's, no. that's way up by Monument, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Where were we on the rocks at? No, remember where we like we drove around, like we drove, and then like we went past that cliff and went way down there, and then we came back up, and then we yeah. like we skirted around those beaches. Yeah. We kind of just went four wheeling, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we were fishing off the rocks. Yep. 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 Yeah, but my okay, sister, okay. no, like, yeah, my sister was with us that day. Yep. Yeah. She yeah, joined us. She yeah, she joined us. When us. we were on the rocks. Yep. Yeah. And I almost fell yeah. off. Yeah, if we caught a fish on those rocks, I had no clue how we were going to land it, honestly. That's the fun, that's the fun <laughs> part about it. That's the, that's, dude, that's the but real challenge. The rocks will get you out there. Yeah. Oh, dude. No, it's always comical because then you, you'll get into something decent out there. Because there's some pigs that hang out there. And then you'll get into something big. And then that's the dilemma. You're like, Cool. I looked it up, dude. Now what? What do I do? Like now what? And it, it yeah, looks like, look like an alien abducting something. <laughs> just pick it up by the string what? and just yard it up there. <laughs> what? Just look like an alien abducting one out of the water. <laughs> you know, because you can't see the fishing line, so it's just like coming up out yeah. of the water. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Alien abduction. Yeah, that's what it is. Then it would snap off with the with the secret yak on there. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You can't let yaks go. Can't yeah. let yaks go. No. No, there hasn't been a, a yak lost yet, I don't think. So, Mm-mm. no. You'll I know. Got, you'll know. You'll know. I got, I got the yak pattern. Josh is duplicating it now for reproduction. No, dude. You, you, well, good. Maybe. Then it'll be surprised to see guys in suits and stuff showing up around places in Montana, like unmarked, like Crown Victoria's rolling around. Like what the hell, dude? Like Crown Victorias? Like yeah. I was like, you got you got you got to pay Nico the royalties on the yak. Right, right, right. <laughs> well, cool guys. I I enjoy your perspective on on pyramid, and then we aptly named this podcast Pyramid Inoculum because there is no there is no getting your fix on the mm-hmm. lake. There's no like oh I'm gonna go for a trip and be stoked on it. Like there's there's places you can go to do that. You know, you're like, cool, I'm going there for wherever for a week, and I'm stoked, and I can't wait to come back next year. Pyramid's a problem because yeah. you're just like – because it could always be in, – in some way, shape, or form, you feel like it could be better. You're like, oh, next time yeah. I'm going to try this. Next time I'm going to go here. Next time I'm going to do this. And that's that's the allure of it. So that's why – I thought it'd be ironic to call it Pyramid Inoculum because you guys got your first dose. Now you got to come back for your second. Yeah, Colby got his first dose. I was yeah. after the year yeah. before that same time, and I think we got a 10, a 12, and a 14. So that's why I had a little bit higher expectations, yeah. but at the same time, yeah. you know. Yeah, and so, Kobe, you got to come back for your second dose. Yeah. And yeah. Even if you, even if you hopefully, require it. hopefully this spring. 
I, I do have my buddy who's in college in North Carolina. He's going down with another kid who he knows that grew up in the general area. So mm-hmm. they want me to come along and we'll just see if it lines up with my schedule. And if it does, I'll give you a holler for sure. Yeah, and we'll take care of the uh, the permitting on that for you. See if we will let you in. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know. <laughs> I was like, no. you got you got to be part of the, you got to be part of the bear the bear fish alliance crew. Right. Yeah. Right. I got That's a nice thing. like fourteen hour trek down there. <laughs> oh, that's right. A long drive. <laughs> that is a long drive. A long drive. All right, I guys. Took a, before... I took a. Did I tell yeah. you I took a different route home? And uh, I was I was just tired of driving, so I uh, took a different route through Idaho, and I hit some hot natural hot springs on the way back that just were day they hit the spot for all that driving. So I'll I'll, I'll definitely have to make that a a thing if if I come down there. We taking the back roads home and hitting some hot springs. So. There you go, perfect. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And we'll load you up with some more Battleborn. Oh, that's the good stuff. <laughs> that is good. It's the good stuff. Uh, so, Buckmaster. Yeah. So, anyone listening to this that is brave enough to maybe want to guide or go on a guide trip with you on the Beave yeah. or wherever else, whatever crummy river you go on in Montana. <laughs> they all suck. Uh, Don't come uh, here. Where, how, could, how can they reach out? Like, what's your – they reach out to the shop. They reach out to you. How can yeah. They, how could they book with you? So, I'm the weekend warrior guide, one of them, at Anderson Platt. Outfitters, Dylan Montana. Um, they have a website, Instagram page, everything on there. So just hit up Anderson Applied Outfitters, you know, yeah. book a trip with them, and then you'll usually go with me or you know somebody that's actually worth, you know, worth a shit fishing. So, my hopefully you get Taylor. That's what we say. <laughs> T Brown, T Brown, go with Taylor. It, 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 and you guys, uh, you guys got you guys got a Dairy Queen in Dylan too, right? Yeah, we got a yep. Dairy Queen and a McDonald's. A, we even got a Pita Pits. So we're growing. Uh, that's unfortunate. Um, <laughs> so, I was like, uh, a little Pita Pit. Yeah, Pita Pit. Like what? That doesn't make any like zero, <laughs> zero sense. I know, zero, but maybe it does. But I feel you. And then it's kind of random. Yeah, it is random. And then Kobe, well, they just shut our a, they shut our Taco Johns down, so now we're screwed on that. But well, they took away your Taco Taco Johns is down. Yeah, Taco Johns closed. What? That's for rough. Good, yeah, good. Maybe that's I'll put wild. a Taco Bell in there. Nope. No, is it? That's no. Yeah. So you don't have any more of the Parmesan crusted tacos in town, huh? Nope. We gotta go to the Taco <laughs> Bus. That sucks. The Taco Bus is where it's at, though. Is it? Oh yeah. I'm just if making did, things up. <laughs> the taco bus, it's great. Awesome. Not as good as Italian sausage sandwiches on Cattle Guard Beach, but pretty good. Uh, Agreed. I got some. I got some other stuff for you guys when we come back. Some more, more mind blowing goodies. And, and Kobe, someone wants to know a little bit more about you or or see your work. Where where can they go? Uh so KobeOwensPhotography.com, and it's K O B Y. It's not like Kobe Bryant. It's K-O-B-Y. So, uh, yeah, you can go check out my work, KobeOwensPhotography.com or Kobe Owens on Instagram. And, uh, yeah, I, I do it all. I do portraits, portrait shoots. If you want me to come document your trip for you like I did this trip, you can hire me to do that. So, uh, yeah, go check out my work. Maybe buy a print. Yeah. Nice. And are you open to other kind of photography work, too, like outside? Yeah, the- yeah. So, I mean, mainly, my main focus is within the outdoor space. So, it's not limited to hunting or fishing. You know, I love backpacking or anything that gets me out into the wilderness. But, yeah, I'm, I'm starting to do some portrait stuff. And then uh, uh, starting, I got a drone. So, I'm starting to do some drone work. And uh, eventually, I might be doing some weddings and some real estate stuff. So we got some stuff in the works. Nice. But uh, that's that's a little bit, a couple months down the road yet. But uh, nice. Yeah. And product imagery. I did some product work for Battleborn, their beer. Got some good shots for them. But yeah, I'll do. I do product imagery as well. So uh, you know, all around photographer, pretty much. 
beautiful and guys out there and gals listening he does a, a fantastic job <clears throat> so if you're looking to capture a, a trip whether it's a a fly fishing trip uh, a hunt trip of any sort or like you said if he has some product imagery or some lifestyle stuff that you want to capture uh, he's, he's definitely worth uh definitely mm-hmm. worth taking a look at so he's yeah, eager he's eager he's eager young and willing get him while he's hot 100%. get him while he's hot get him before, get him he's, before all, he's too booked yeah get him because he's all burnt out and crispy and hates the world so yeah. <laughs> no i actually just got my uh a couple inquiries this week through through instagram and those are my first inquiries through uh instagram itself so the work i've been doing on there is paying off so uh yeah, I don't want to speak too much on it, but potential with the company and then an, an outfitter to do some work. So uh, Perfect. Uh, those are going to keep rolling in. I know uh, we're, we've had quite a few inquiries on weddings already, and I'm just not ready to tackle that quite yet. So uh, we're, we're getting there. Awesome. Awesome. All right, guys. Thank you for joining the podcast aptly named pyramid inoculum because these guys definitely are not inoculated to pyramid nope so no. um that was it was a fun trip with that with these guys hopefully they can come back out in uh in the spring and and enjoy the uh the spring fishing because it's it's something else it's it's a blast it's it's chaotic and and hectic a lot of casting a lot of stripping it's a, definitely a fun time so nice yep all right guys thank you for joining us all the way long away from montana i appreciate it and, uh, yeah thank you yeah all thanks right, for guys. having us yeah anytime all right and there you go there's another episode of burritos breaks and flies and until next time tight lines Come all you young sailormen, listen to me. I'll sing you a song of the fish in the sea. And it's windy weather, boys, stormy weather, boys, when the wind blows. We're all together, boys, blowy winds westerly, blowy winds blow. Jolly sou'wester, boys, steady she goes. Up jumps the hill with a slippery tail, climbs up aloft and reefs the topsail. And it's windy weather, boys, stormy weather, boys, when the wind blows. We're all together, boys, blowy winds westerly, blowy winds blow. Jolly sou'wester, boys, steady she goes. And then up jumps the shark with his nine rows of teeth, saying, you eat the dough, boys, and I'll eat the beef. And it's windy weather, boys, stormy weather, boys, when the wind blows. We're all together, boys, blowy winds westerly, blowy winds blow. Jolly sou'wester, boys, steady she goes. Up jumps the whale, the largest of all. If you want any wind, well, I'll blow you a squall. And it's windy weather, boys, stormy weather, boys, when the wind blows. We're all together, boys, blow ye winds westerly, blow ye winds blow. Jolly sou'wester, boys, steady she goes. <laughs>